Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shannon Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host Trevor, and I'm going to watch Kong versus Godzilla tonight on HBO Max, I presume. Or yes, yeah. I broke down. I can't remember. I even bought it at this point. There was something on that was only on it. Oh yeah, I was right. Batman the. I Animals. thought it, it was for the Batman cartoons, right? Yeah, which I'll tell you what. I, love I think it. I think your memory of them um, is clouded with nostalgia, Josh, because I don't. Mine. Yeah, I don't think they're that good. Oh did, my! Did you fall victim to? I don't even know why I recommend Wheeler stuff anymore. Child I mean, recommend? Yes, you're right. The, I'm sure as a '90s cartoon they were great, but we're so far past that at this point. I just they're okay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> here's what here's what I don't like about them, Josh. Can I can I be honest with you? In the '90s, in the '80s and '90s, and before that, I'm sure before I was born, every TV show and especially cartoons was built in a way in which they could rerun them a million times and it wouldn't matter if you showed up in the million at the middle or the end, right? Well, okay, there yeah, was, there that was is no true. You you could definitely watch those in whatever way you wanted. Yeah, there was no overarching plot or very little overarching plot because they didn't want you to you know be like, what's going on? I have no idea. They wanted to be able to run the reruns whenever they want. Well, Batman falls prey to that. It is very episodic to the point where I'm like, why am I watching this? Like, I don't feel any connection to sit down and watch multiples. It's something, you know, like I'm sitting down and I'm just like I'm flipping through the channels. Oh, it's the Batman animated series. I'll stop and watch. Modern TV shows don't do that anymore. They have an overarching plot. They have something interesting going on. They have a reason that makes you want to hit the next episode and go to the next one. And the Batman animated series just doesn't have that, at least not in season one, at least. Does it change? Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, what you're describing, yeah, like, yeah, I just you definitely, don't. I mean, that's funny because it's like part of what I think my kids and I love about them is like, because for a decade, for over a decade now, like we will sometimes just pop one in and watch whatever random one there is, you know? So. I like storytelling. I always have. I've really enjoyed the ones that felt like there was something going on that was bigger. And I think everybody sort of has. That's why that's why the modern TV show is no longer like the episodic shows of the past. Yeah, right. Hmm. I'm I'm Jay, and really the, the, have, have, the only reason I've been interested in the animated Batman uh show is because there's so many people for whom when they think of Mark Hamill, they think of Mark Hamill as the Joker and not as Luke Skywalker, which just like blows my mind. And so I kind of want to experience that a little bit. I um, mean, he is the greatest Joker ever in my opinion. Um, but I still love him more for Luke than the Joker. 
you know, but I mean, I, I would. I, it also blows my mind because like Heath Ledger is just like so amazing as a Joker. So I, I kind of want right. to see like, oh yeah, if yeah, you guys right. are if you guys are just dumb or, <laughs> <laughs> or I would what? think there's no reason why you couldn't just go and watch the episodes with Mark. Henry. Oh, that's that's probably a good idea because I mean, honestly, Batman is such an awful character that I don't see why I would watch the other episodes. So. Well, there's no there's no origin story. There's no it just jumps in and says, "Here's Batman, let's go." And it starts going. And so, I mean, I just don't see you know enough about Batman, just find out which ones are the best Joker episodes and go watch those. Maybe yeah. that's what I should be doing. There you go. Yeah, maybe so. Well, I'll go ahead and uh deliver the disappointing news to my children that uh, once again <laughs> my co-hosts just can't find joy. I mean, in fairness, that's basically the story of my life. So, <laughs> uh, my nickname is Eeyore for a reason, Josh. Yeah, that's yeah. Weird. Okay, so news with Discount Games Inc. We, you know, I I had initially there, there's a lot of people who are excited about Warhammer. I think it's Warhammer Quest is the name of the system. They're coming out with a a new fantasy box set, Curse City. It has some amazing vampire sculpts in it and i was only going to be able to get like eight boxes and so you know i had tons of people emailing me like can i get it please and um you know i I wasn't sure how much i was going to be able to fulfill and then i got contacted and and we were going to be selling them at you know full price no rebate Uh, then i got contacted by my sales rep today and he's like you can order over 100 more and so now all is okay in the universe, and uh, we will be giving discounts and rebates. Um, but after this is, I mean, when this is live, I guess free, the listings will already be live and, and might be sold out. But but go check because get it while you can. Who like who knows when print runs are going to be out at at Games Workshop? So is this something that I should be buying? I mean. Do you He's want contractually a... obligated to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a question to Josh, maybe then. I mean, I... Warhammer Quest is like one of, for me, one of my fondest. It's like the closest thing to a RPG I've actually experienced, right? But it's, I don't know, I don't know anything about the modern one, so I, I turn the time back to Jay. I mean, the minis are super sweet. Um, let me. Uh... I guess real quick, I'll I'll send you guys uh, try to find a link for you to we can do some uh, great podcasting. Some great podcasting. I mean, in fairness, it's been a while since we have. Man, it uh, looks like it has a witch hunter in it, which I'm like all about. Oh gosh, the truth is, is I have a million games like this already that I already don't play. Yeah, like didn't you just get um crap? What's it called? Assault on the Citadel or whatever. Yeah, Mutant Chronicles. Second. Yeah, edition. yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I still have uh, on my gaming table sprawled out a you know Arcadia Quest, and I just I have so many of these style of games, but they're my favorite type. Yeah, I mean, there are like I I have a a picture of I'm looking at a picture of all the minis in this box, and they're amazing. So, 42 models. I mean, if I were a modeler or actually a painter or something, that might encourage me. Yeah. But at this point, I almost 
prefer cardboard cutouts because they store better. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they fit in smaller boxes. Sad commentary. <laughs> I know, right? There was a time in my life when I was younger where all the games we played had cardboard cutouts, like Talisman. And now you're like, oh, why would I buy that when I could get this game that has miniatures? Times have changed. All right. Well. Harder. <laughs> back in my day, yeah. Um, we've we've wrapped up round one. It's time to go into round two. Um, we're gonna talk some about round two matchups and and various topics related to them. Uh, so Trevor, what is what's the first matchup for us to discuss? Um, well, I mean, do you want to go in order from left to right? I don't care how you pick them. Yeah, right. it's cute that you pretend like we act like there was an order ever. All right. Well, um. Let's go with one that I find the most interesting, and I'm not exactly sure how it's going to turn out. Um, It's not necessarily... We're doing a little timey-wimey, wibby-wobbly stuff here, so some of the matchups in our timeline haven't finished yet, but when you're listening to this, they will have finished. Um, But of the ones that have finished, the Cthulhu Mythos versus Dresden Files is uh, the one that I'm uh, a little... You're intrigued with? Like you're You're most surprised that it exists? Mm, so what were the no, what were the I mean, matchups it, leading into this? So Cthulhu Mythos beat out the Star Wars RPG, which was not surprising, honestly. Cthulhu Mythos, it's one of those things where it's it's old enough now that a lot of it has become public domain, and so you see Cthulhu cards and dice and everything else on Kickstarter because people tap into it for you know it's just one of those things that's it's becoming one of. The, thing something they tap into it's almost like shakespeare in in you know your theater class in high school um and then the other one was dresden files played against x-wing the minis game uh which i was a little bit surprised that dresden files won as handily as it did um, but i think maybe x-wing burned some bridges for a while. yeah and it's it does kind of feel like x-wing is in a little bit of a nadir right now and you know maybe that they're will... kind of between versions aren't they no they're no. solidly in second edition yeah, oh, okay. I everyone is has the expectation that Star Wars Legion is now that AMG has control of things that they're going to get a new edition. But honestly, my expectation is that it's that that's farther out than people expect because they don't understand development times. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't be shocked by a new version, but I would expect it in 2024. Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess first off, were you guys is is this who you guys wanted to see uh, in this matchup? I'm assuming we. Yes, were... both of my votes won. You know, which is <laughs> yeah. which always stuns me if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, I voted for the Star Wars RPG, but not because of any particular reason. Uh, I I wouldn't. I'm happy with either one, and this is one of those situations where I wouldn't have been heartbroken if the one lost. So for me, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> how many? I'm curious, Trevor. How many of your votes are you see? Uh, you see a vote taking place, and one of them is ahead of the other one, and you vote for the person who's behind because they're behind. <laughs> I'm a big fan of underdogs. However, the, the truth is is that I can't actually vote on several. Mm. So on Twitter, if you post a poll, you can't vote on poll. It just it don't want. I mean, I could guess I could create another Twitter account. Disenfranchisement for Trevor. 
Um, also on Discord, I create the poll and then I uh, add the two icons that allow people to just click on whichever one they want for their poll. And so right, I yeah. technically have voted for both of them on every single one in Discord. And I have no way to add an additional vote there. I suppose after people start voting, I could remove my vote, but I haven't. So the only place I actually get to vote um, is on Facebook because I can switch from the chain attack account to my own personal account and they'll click whichever one. Uh, the truth is, is I actually don't vote on most of them at all in any of the locations. Um, the only time I ever vote is when um, it's something that I'm super passionate about and only if it's something I'm super passionate about that is losing. So for example, I'll give you an example. I, I went and voted on um, uh, Terminator versus Legend of Zelda just because I'm super passionate about Terminator, even though I know Legend of Zelda is going to win. Um, actually, it already, sorry, at this point, it's already has one, but I voted for Terminator just because I'm like, well, I know it's going to lose anyway, so I'm going to throw my weight behind the loser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what? Uh, who? Who do you guys? Who would you guys rather see in this matchup? I want to know Josh's opinion because I know he loves both of these. Uh, look, I mean, in the end, the honest truth is, I give the nod to Dresden Files. Oh wow. Um, I mean, because here's the thing, like. In some ways, Dresden Files contains the Cthulhu mythos, or maybe it's the other way around, non-Euclidean geometry, I, you know, I mean, like, but a lot of the tropes in Dresden Files are, like, they're totally informed by, you know, the Cthulhu mythos and and things that have gone before, you know, that kind of thing, right? Um, I mean... Some of my fondest memories are definitely from the Cthulhu mythos. One of the only RPGs I ever played was a GURPS version of call of cthulhu which was um hilarious in its own right um but i just i have a ton of i just have a ton of uh affection in my heart for dresden files you know it has some of my favorite characters of anything that i've ever read uh i'm, I'm looking forward to you know certain uh of my children getting to read dresden files now not that i'm not looking forward to them. i don't know i just it, it, i'm not saying it's a blowout either by any by any matter but i when you ask me where how i'm gonna vote it's that's probably where it's gonna go is dresden files like so i'm not a huge fan of horror of any in any form um i i dislike jump scare style tactics that come mm -hmm. along with, with modern movies with a lot of them um there's very few that actually scare me uh but reading the cthulhu mythos stories um, they've always intrigued me with their approach to fear or their approach to horror, which I feel like is completely different. And I mean, honestly, it's pretty unique. I, there's not very many writers that do it the same way that Lovecraft did, and he does it so well. Um, so I actually enjoy them. But the truth is, at the end of the day, they're not the type of books that I pick up and just speed through. They're not that enjoyable for me. Dresden Files is. I do read mm. them pretty quickly. I yeah, do yeah. enjoy them. Um, and they're not Dresden Files at the end of the day really aren't horror um, I just enjoy them so much more so for me I'll be heartbroken if Dresden Files loses here <laughs> I think Dresden Files will likely win I don't know I it, um, I think that I probably enjoy the setting of the Cthulhu Mythos more but the Dresden Files books are actually uh, enjoyable to read as opposed to <laughs> the HP Lovecraft stuff, which is not enjoyable to read. So you don't like reading any of Lovecraft stuff? No. Uh -uh. What about 
stuff that's been inspired by it, like other authors that I haven't really are, tried it. It would probably oh, okay. be, I probably would like it. Well, if I would, the, the only one, the one I was going to bring up that I was sort of curious about is cause I think you, you turned me onto this series. Um, it's the, Oh shoot. Is it called the laundry oh, files? Yeah. 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 I did enjoy that. Yeah. Like that's very Lovecraftian. You know what I mean? Um, so I haven't seen it, but Lovecraft country, is it, very oh, so, i mean is it it's so fun. firmly entrenched in cthulhu mythos or is it just sort of inspired by no it's very cthulhu mythos yeah okay well i'm looking forward to watching it we, we have it on the schedule it's just i haven't got to it yet i sure. that's one of the things that i feel like the cthulhu mythos has not had enough of which is tv renditions it feels like everyone's i mean it feels like you could say that um, Stranger Things, for example, feels very Cthulhu-esque. But in the, the end, I mean, the, the old, greater old ones that we're talking about aren't in Stranger Things, right? Like, I want, I want a. Well, I mean, sure, not that we know of. One could certainly argue that the demigorgon is, you know, some manifestation of. Uh, I would okay. probably argue, argue for Yogg-Sothoth or something like that. But, but yeah, they're not. They're certainly not explicitly called out, which I don't know if that's what you're asking or not, but well, it's, a good, it's a good point. I want I want a TV show or a series of movies that I mean, where's the Cthulhu uh, cinematic universe? Well, I mean, There's have you watched? I haven't watched it yet, well. but I really want to, and you should watch it first. But Nicolas Cage did did just last year a Color Out of Space uh, film that, from the trailer, looks really fascinating. What's and I called? feel like the color out of space. Oh, I, like, yeah, I, I feel like missed after that, I guess. you watch it, you could um, you could then consider uh, the National Treasure movies to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stop. The Cthulhu mythos. Stop. Okay? Go away. Stop. <laughs> this is this is probably one that um, wasn't even on your radar, Trevor. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Um, have, have you had any interest on True Detective? Uh, I don't even... That was on HBO, right, Jay? Correct. Um, so they, they did... I, I, I didn't watch season two, and, and as I recall, I didn't love season one as much as some of the other people, but it is... Um, it was very much... A, ended up being like a, a Lovecraft story, um, and it was like... Matthew McConaughey and, and Woody Harrelson were the, the season one actors, I think. So okay. watch, dig a little bit deeper into that to see if, if it might interest you or not. But there are also some Stephen Kingish movies that are Cthulhuish, right? Like, isn't there one called uh, In the Mouth of Madness? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. but I mean, but I agree with you, Trevor. It would be rad to see a sort of like uh, a curated or combined <laughs> CMU, CMCU. Well, I, would, I would even, I mean, it feels like a lot of the things we're talking about are like we're using Lovecraft's storytelling style to create a new story. Like, mm -hmm. there's just, why aren't we using, why aren't we creating, you know, uh, a weekly TV show that tells the short stories of Lovecraft? Sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody's actually. Sign me up. No one's actually delving into the the rats in the walls story or. Um, you know, some of those others that just feel like... Shadow Brins keep. Right. Anyway, 
the truth is, is I probably wouldn't even like it if they did. I'm not a horror <laughs> fan, so I'm not I'm not the target audience. I'm, At least you know yourself. Eh, give me a good TV show of Dresden Files or a video game of Dresden Files, and holy cow, why is that happening? Um, well, let's 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 do our next matchup. What's what's the next one, Trevor? Um, well, let's keep it interesting since they're going to be paired up against one of these two. Um, so the other matchup that we'll to roll into this is the star Wars movies and TV versus alien. Oh, it makes me sad. that alien is just going to get destroyed. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, whoever wins this matchup is going to get destroyed by star Wars. Really star Wars has got a path into the next round. Oh, I thought you said that it was alien versus star Wars. It is. What? I'm telling you that after it wins that, it's going to crush Dresden Files or Cthulhu. And it's going to be Dresden oh, yeah, Files sure. Star Wars. Like. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's true. Well, I mean, was there any scenario where like Star Wars wasn't in the final four? Um. So, if I had to guess, let's just look at the, the other section of the bracket here. So, currently you have X-Men. We have a... Uh, we have Invincible, which actually hasn't been voted on or even posted yet, but it's going to beat Warhammer Fantasy, I'm telling you. Um, then Baldur's Gate and Marvel Cinematic Universe. So when it hits the top eight, it will hit the MCU. So yes, there is a scenario where it doesn't make it to the mm. final. That's a that's a unfortunate bracket path for Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, every single one seed is going to run into their two seed at that location. Yeah, I mean, it's... yeah. It's it's so, the they're in the same they're they're both movies. Yeah, so. I mean, at some point, the truth is, what we didn't want was the MCU versus Star Wars in the final. That's what I didn't want. Oh well, okay, I guess. <laughs> is that what you wanted? You wanted to see Star Wars versus MCU in the final? I mean, they're probably the two strongest properties, so. Yeah, but they're both in the same division. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I mean, yeah, I think this maybe hurts a little bit to say, but I think the original Alien movie might be better than A New Hope. So if you just take the original films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for whatever reason, it feels like the legacy of Alien has been tarnished more by the films that followed than the, than the legacy of Star Wars. It also feels like Alien's world building is, is centered around the Xenomorph. Uh-huh. Like, when you get beyond that, could you really have a movie set in the alien universe that doesn't involve the Xenomorph? Um, I don't know that it would be what people are expecting, but obviously, like you could have, you know, wonderful dystopian movies about Whalen Utani or you know whatever else. Sure. Well, for whatever reason, that you know the execs in Hollywood have have turned down whatever pitches people have made that way because we don't have a an alien franchise TV series like we have for the Man- like the Mandalorian. Well, good news. In a few months, we will. <laughs> we are. Yeah, I, we we we've talked about it on this podcast. Oh, I guess I. Sorry, old man syndrome. I don't remember talking about it. What? Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be on FX slash Hulu. Okay. And yeah. this, yeah, there were some weird things with it. I thought too, but um, like something about. Let me see if I can find the. I mean, what's the premise? Is this like following some Marines around as they, as they say no. game over? It's from the showrunner. <laughs> it's the showrunner that did Fargo, the TV series Fargo. Um, 
And I'll see if I can get more. We'll, we'll, we'll swing back around. Okay. Well, I, to be fair, you know, if this, I don't know that a lot would change, but if you redid this bracket in a couple of years, certain properties, you know, are, leave the public zeitgeist and new ones are added or they become more developed. So, you know, I think it would be nice to have an alien TV series. Uh, I certainly think that Star Wars right now on the back of the Mandalorian uh, is and the um, announced uh, series with um, Ewan McGregor. Can't think of the character's name. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Thank you. Old man syndrome. Sorry, brain fart. Anyway, it feels like that that Star Wars is is riding as high as it has of all time right now because of those things. Am I wrong? It's pretty high. I, I I'm trying to decide if I if I really buy into the all time high. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty ridiculously high right now. I mean, can you think of a time that it was higher? I guess the only other time that I could think of it was higher was prior to the release of episode one. Here was so I I found the tweet that that raised raised the uh, eyebrows. So okay. About Alien. It says, Alien is currently in development at FX Networks. The first TV series based on the classic film series is helmed by Fargo and Legion's Noah Hawley. Expect a scary thrill ride set not too far in the future here on Earth. And so it was the here on Earth part that Trevor was like, how do you do an Alien movie on Earth? But... Yeah, I thought they did do some alien movies on Earth, though. Like they have. Um, okay. Uh, alien versus Predator. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. And there oh, was both. another. There was another Alien versus Predator that was on Earth as well. Oh, I can't remember. AVP or whatever. Those those are alien movies. Yes, <laughs> they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, the truth comes out. <laughs> oh my gosh. The truth is, is the Predator is probably the best alien movie ever made. <laughs> like okay. the original Predator? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we can move on from this nonsense and <laughs> go to the next matchup. All right. Uh, let's talk about Sid Meier's Civilization. Versus- oh, man, I thought you were going to break my heart with a different matchup first, but okay. We'll talk about that one next. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, like I mean here's the thing about this matchup. Like, I'm going to be perfectly happy and vindicated if the voting in the Discord chat, um, if Civilization wins that one, because then I'll know that it is, you know, the listeners, the people I believe in, that they're the ones who have made that decision. Because that's basically what happened with Twilight Imperium Fourth Edition, right? Right. Yeah. Twilight Imperium Fourth Edition won in a landslide. Uh, in in the uh, Discord chat. Patreon backers, right. Yes, it crushed so clearly the expanse we didn't so wait hard. Votes enough is what I'm hearing. It was like 90% on Twilight Imperium. Yeah, we, it's true. We didn't wait their votes enough because Twilight Imperium got its ass handed to it. <laughs> All right, so anyway, that's my point. It's like, whatever. If, if Sid Meier's wins this next round, I, like... I have, there are so many delicious hours of my life that have been given to this game, which is not to say that I haven't given several to the Elder Scrolls series too, but like civilization is like, for me, it is like defines my love of video games and turn-based games. I mean, 
even one of my wife's memories of me is um uh reading she she basically saw that i was sitting in the back of our religious studies class reading the civilization like original civilization instruction the manual, manual. That's yeah. how I spent my time. So really, yeah. I was getting a lot out of it. Clearly, I I read that manual. Yeah, I I have to say that um I can't think. It feels like Sid Meier's Civilization defines the 4X genre more than any other game. Like if you think 4X and you said think of a 4X game, like it feels like most people would. That's am I wrong? Am I missing a game that that's more 4X? Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you got? Master of Orion. Um. Wow, showing your age there, Josh. Yeah, I know, but I found memories of that one too, honestly. Yeah, no, I think it's a fair argument to make, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it, and I, I love the Elder Scrolls I, for what they do, uh, although I actually hate them, but I, I love what they do for video games and for RPGs, but I don't feel like they're the defining game of Of that RPGs. genre. Yeah, of yeah. that genre. Right. Jay, let's hear you weigh in on, I mean... You you love Civilization almost as much as me, right? No, I what? I, no, I mean I do love Civ, but I I recognize that your love of it dwarfs mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid you were about to tell me that this was in the the kid category again. No, well I mean I'm I mean maybe you are sitting your four year old down to uh, play Civ, but I wish I, I, I get don't... my kids to play Civ. I mean, I, I did don't consider Civ to be a kid game. Two years ago on iPad, but it didn't stick. It was a little too early for that. Mm. I I had a tough time getting my wife into Civ. Like, I got her into Civ five, um, three or four years ago, maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. And basically, I sat her down, and she's like, "I want to play this game. It looks interesting." And I'm like, "I think he would love it." And I I introduced her to it one time, and she completely bounced off of it. And, like, as far as 4Xs go, I think it's pretty tame in comparison to, like, Stellaris and some of the Paradox stuff. Yeah, stuff. right. But anyway, I set her down, and she just kind of bounces off of it. And so then I went back, and I, I said, let's let's try this again. And I actually sat down, and we went through, and I just – I played – I sat with her and watched her, and we went – I don't remember how many turns we went, but I just tried to answer her questions. And it was funny to me how many of her questions I could not answer. <laughs> She's like what just, do you mean like what kind of stuff i'm trying to remember but it's just stuff that i did intuitively you know oh. like i always built a granary first but i didn't necessarily understand why you know those sort of things there were just mm-hmm. things that were ingrained in me with you know 30 years of playing the genre where i'm like well i just do that i don't actually know what that building does um and there's so much of the civipedia that i just i've never read or never really you know there was things that i didn't necessarily understand I mean, I'll be honest. I played a lot of Civ, and I never understood why when attacking a city with a stack of tanks, you would lose against the Phalanx stack. Like, I mean, I sort of understood, but the mechanics of it didn't necessarily make sense to me. And there was a lot of that stuff as we went through where I'm like, well, I don't actually know. And we would go look it up, and I'm like, I I would be – my eyes would be opened. You know, I'm like, I I learned a lot from helping her learn the game. Hmm. Just because there was so much that I – I guess I took for granted or didn't really know the actual mechanics of. Yeah, that makes anyway, sense. I, to this day, there are times where I do things in Civ that I'm like, well, I'm not exactly sure what that does, but, you know, it feels right. <laughs> <laughs> but she, anyway, that that was the spark that, that caught her. I, I That night, 
I said, okay, you go ahead and keep going. And it was like 1030 at night. And I, at like two or three in the morning that night, I said, dear, it is time to go to bed. And she says, okay, just, just one more turn, which is what the series really should be called is just one more yes, turn. Yes, a hundred percent. And, and so anyway, now she's, she's got, I mean, I'm standing right in front of her computer and I can show you if I had, if this was a video podcast, I would pick up these pieces of paper that she's scribbled notes on. And she was for the longest time, she was playing Civ five almost every night. And she was attempting to complete all of the steam achievements, which one wow. of them was like, win the game with every single faction and had to win it. Like there was just a bunch of different things that she was working on. There were all these achievements and she's got like things written down notes as to how she completes the achievement, et cetera, et cetera. They're all sitting around her computer sitting here. <laughs> That's amazing. So anyway, I just think that it's, it is one of the most quintessential games of my life. Like I've played so much of it. So one of the things that we were talking about, talking about some of these things were if you had control of this property, what would, where would you take it next or where would you take it? Um, if you had control, Josh of elder scrolls, where would you go with, with it? Because it feels like now they're almost just rebuilding and adding things. It doesn't feel like they're innovating. Yeah, that which is funny to say because like my my initial answer to that question is that I would I would like take the modern engine back and take it through the because like when I originally connected with the Elder Scrolls was Morrowind I think mm-hmm. you know and I mean like so what if they did go back to you know Daggerfall and and retell that story but with the you know with the modern engine and that type of stuff I think it would be kind of uh I think it would be pretty interesting but it wouldn't be very innovative <laughs> <laughs> Well sometimes innovation doesn't pay off I mean sometimes it's Yeah right from right a, from a business perspective to just do what um what about you Jay you said you weren't the biggest fan of Sid Meier's Civilization um if you had control of that what would you Oh I mean I have um, always thought that like my my favorite uh, my favorite Civ games are the ones that are not the okay. Here I am learning pottery again. It's I'm oh like Alpha, Alpha Centauri, Alpha maybe. Centauri or Beyond Earth, etc. And so um, it would it would definitely be one of the one of those variants. So yeah. So um, are we all kind of hoping that Civilization moves on to the next round? Yeah, I think so. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, it would be rad and sort of like timely also is just an, in the vein of, you know, not exactly on Earth, Civ, is uh, if they did a civilization that was Dune. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> All right. Nice transition. So let's let's talk about the, uh, the Dune versus the Expanse. Uh, Josh putting his own opinions into the uh, matchup and, and forcing his two this favorite is, books to move. This is the matchup that broke my heart. I can't <laughs> believe, I can't believe I killed Twilight Imperium. Like I, <laughs> I feel wholly responsible. I am a freaking monster. Uh, that's fair. Uh, I mean, this one is like no contest for me. I want Dune to move on. Sorry, it's it's Dune versus who? The Expanse. Oh, yeah. I mean, I actually not sure that it is going to. So one of the things that surprised me was how vehemently the Facebook and Twitter voters voted for the Expanse. Like I actually thought it'd be a little close. You know, I didn't because actually Twilight Imperium was the higher seed, 
you know, obviously the books and comics division might be a little stronger than the video board games division. Um, or maybe we see the Twilight Imperium too high. I don't know. But besides the uh, really swung vote on Discord uh, towards Twilight Imperium, everybody else voted for the Expanse. Well, I mean, to be in the Expanse's defense, like way more people will have had an opportunity to consume it than um, than Twilight Imperium. Yeah, yeah, like them's just the facts. <laughs> yeah, there's no Twilight Imperium series on Amazon. Yeah. But there but should man, be. But man, I would watch it. <laughs> I I would love to see the cats out trade everyone. <laughs> <laughs> see, even even Lucy wants to see the uh the cats yeah, out trade. That one's socky, but yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. I can't I can't recognize your cats by their meows. I apologize. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that was the that was Saki letting me know that I have officially spent too much time in the basement. Oh, and I that see. It's, it's time for me to change rooms. <laughs> I see. So, uh, Jay, if you had control of the Dune uh, franchise, what what thing would you do with it? Um, I want I want either a really good um computer rpg set in the universe okay or some sort of turn-based strategy game set in it okay josh oh. I, i'm gonna ask you the same question since yeah since you, well, your love of dune is well known i really said it already i mean a turn-based like a civ style 4x of dune would be awesome i mean it because like you could even explore like you know go into the dune messiah level wh- where paul atreides is has the jihad occurring um and it would be a pretty interesting uh conversation point i guess like it 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 would just and and i think it could be a good game too you know you'd have interesting units and it wouldn't have to be fully dominated by arrakis itself and the sandworms and fremen but also why not just do that it'd be awesome but that's what i'd like to see i'd like to see this property married to already strong awesome you know game mechanics like a civilization i mean i haven't played stellaris yet but frankly dune dune as a stellaris mod might be amazing oh uh, it's probably already made honestly i wouldn't, uh, like I wouldn't the be shocked is. yeah i wouldn't be shocked if that's already out there somewhere um so recently uh amazon announced that season six of the expanse is going to be the last one previously um, the seasons were following along with each book, and there are nine books, but it's essentially being canceled. How does that make you feel, Josh? Uh, so I haven't watched five yet. I got distracted by Pacific Rim the Black and also um, Cobra Kai, which I just finished season three, and I have some feelings that I want to discuss with somebody when we get to that point. But like... <laughs> um, the expanse could wrap up in a bow. I mean, the fact that you're saying it's being canceled that that feels not good. That feels sad, I guess. <laughs> but like, it, it could be done, and I would be okay with it at this point, just because I think it's been such a wonderful adaptation of it up I to mean, date. Say, saying that it's canceled is a little bit disingenuous. I mean, they're being given another season, but it, they were told, "Hey, this is your last. This this be it, huh?" Yeah. And I, I haven't read the book, so I don't know if, if they could continue telling the story they've been telling and just tell book six and then end it and have it be okay. See, I feel like – Jay, I can't remember. Have you read all the books? 
No, not yet. I feel I, like I got I, behind on the books or something, and like I yeah, I ended up getting to where I was like, I decided that I needed to just wait for the entire series to release, and then I was going to reread the entire thing. Okay. Because I feel like I lost track of. I feel like the show already went as far as I remember the books going. Okay. When I got to the end of season, I'm pretty sure it was the end of season four. Um. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like clearly, I am mildly confused. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I've never read any of them. I started reading the very first one, and I was so confused after chapter two or three that I was like, I. I just can't do this, and I had other things going on, so I was went back to. But, and I forget, had you watched the show at all? Then no, no, this okay. is before. I think, mm, I think the first season was announced by Sci-Fi when I picked up the first book. I mean, it's been a few years. Yeah. Okay. And I, I picked up the first book and started reading it, and the the first chapter especially, I was just, you know, seeing it done on the series. Now I understand why the first chapter confused me because it, it introduced a character and set up a scene that then was completely dropped as the book moved on. Mm. And I was, I thought that I was being introduced to the main character. Right. When I first started reading it and I'm like, and and then it kind of just went off and I'm like, what's going on? I'm so lost (laughs) because it was very vague. The first chapter was very vague as to what actually was going on. And I was, anyway, I, it just didn't really, at the time, I had other things I needed to pay attention to. So, Well, uh, do we have any closing thoughts on, on any of these matchups we're coming to time? Uh, I want to I thank the listeners for breaking my hearts where, where they did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lets me know that I can still feel alive, you know? Well, <laughs> which one broke your heart the most, Josh? Well, the expanse beating Twilight Imperium broke it the most, honestly. Um, that's your fault. You you argued for the expanse. <laughs> I know, I know. That's you were just too good at it. Uh, yes, you know, it's my un- hoisted on my own petard, I believe. Um, that's honestly that's the one that broke my heart the most. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, at least on that's that gotta one, be it. It was two things you love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's sort of a first world nerd problem kind of thing. All right, well, uh, I guess keep voting. Let us know what you guys think of of the pairings. Um, and vote early, vote often. Subscribe to the Patreon so that you can vote even more.